Hey, Barefoot Parents, welcome to another episode of the Barefoot Parenting Podcast. I'm Cassie, your host, and today's topic is very close to the hearts of many expecting parents, birthing serenity, crafting the perfect home birth environment. So we all know that the environment plays a crucial role in shaping our experiences, and today we'll explore how to make your home birth space a sanctuary of tranquility. But before we get started, I want to encourage you to go snag my free resource that I always link in the show notes called Three Keys to an Empowered Birth with Jesus. In these three keys I share, um, I include all the things that you will need for setting your atmosphere that will help you during labor to have a less painful and more relaxed labor so that you actually can speed up your labor if that's what you desire. I break it all down in that resource. Um, so go sign up for the three keys and you will also get on my email list so that you can get updated about all the things that are happening in my beta founding members program. There's also a link for the sales page in that so that you can get signed up for that. Um, I have a free bundle coming out shortly that I'm going to let you know about. As of right now, it is about a few days before Christmas. I am exactly 40 weeks pregnant and expecting baby at any minute now. Um, but I have some podcasts pre-recorded for you, including this one, that will come out and just continue to nurture you even through my postpartum uh, phase. And I I just hope to come back from that, you know, swinging hot and heavy and getting more resources out there for you, for those of you who desire a home birth and desire a more relaxed labor and a more blissful labor and to partner with Jesus. And so this, that's what this course is all about for you to experience the miracle of birth aligned with faith. In this course, you're going to transform your home birth journey with my comprehensive Christian home birth education course, empowering moms with prayer, nutrition, and biblical wisdom for a fearless faith-fueled delivery. And so to get signed up for that course, click the sales page below. You will find out all the information that you need and whether it's for you or not. And then if you scroll all the way to the bottom of the sales page, you will find the link that shows you um, what the pricing is right now, what what discounts you will get in the future whenever you walk through this beta founding members program with me. It is um, on sale for less than half of the price because you're going to walk through it with me for the very first time, give me feedback on the course, and then take with you all of the tools that you will need to have that empowered birth. Um, honestly, even if you're not having a home birth, this can definitely benefit you because it's all about relaxation and all the techniques all the techniques that you need to have that uh, less painful labor. But then we also go into so many deeper things about how to partner with Jesus, about how to pray over your birth, about how to receive revelation about your baby before your baby even arrives. And I share all of my personal testimonies and um, all of those things with it. But if you get on the email list right now, and you sign up for those three keys, you will also be getting the opportunity to walk through my bonus, which is healing birth trauma. So that will be a bonus as part of the course, but it will be being offered for free sometime in January through February. Um, and you, so you can get a taste of what will be offered because I also talk about mindset shifts in that bonus course, which is a huge part of shifting your mindset from and, and allowing your body to go from a very long and painful labor to a much faster and shorter and less painful labor. So with that, let's dive into today's episode. 
Welcome to the Barefoot Parenting Podcast. I'm your host, Cassie Hutton. I help Christian moms have a home birth they desire through education and the Word. If you're an old soul that is passionate about restoring godly wisdom and disconnecting from this interconnected world, then you're in the right place. Let's discuss godly restoration through the five H's of home. Home birth, homeschool, homemaking, homemade, home remedies, and health. So birthing serenity, crafting the perfect home birth environment. What does this look like? We're going to focus on a few things. The first thing that we're going to focus on is the foundations of a relaxing home birth space. So before we dive into craft creating the perfect environment, let's discuss why it matters. It matters tremendously. You may have heard before that women walked into the hospital and suddenly their labor stopped or something shifted in their environment and their labor stalled. There is a reason for that. The birth environment has a profound impact on the overall experience affecting both the mind and the body. Think about a time when you felt truly relaxed. What elements contributed to that feeling? It's a real thing. It is a psychological and physiological reaction to what's going on around you. A lot of us think of Christmas time as a very, by the way, Merry Christmas. <laughs> this episode's coming out the day after Christmas. So I'll be, uh, I guess, intrigued to see how many listeners actually listen to this podcast episode. But think about, you know, that warm feeling like it was the environment around you that Or think about walking into someone's home and actually the environment and the space that they created causes you to feel a certain way. Right now, I am going to see a Webster chiropractor and she jokes because the last two times, yeah, two or three times that we've been there, my daughter comes to me, my four-year-old, and she's like, Mom, I have to go poop. (laughs) I'm laying on the table and she comes out of the playroom and says, I have to go to the bathroom. And so we have to take her to the bathroom and she, the chiropractor jokes, she says, honestly, kids that walk into this space, they get so relaxed that it just allows them to go to the bathroom. Um, And she was like, whenever I go to the library. That's what happens to me. And so sometimes these spaces just create these certain reactions within us. And so um, it's just important that we actually create a birth space around us that allows us to relax. So, But here's the important thing. Like if you're birthing in the hospital, even, even if you don't, you're not able to create this space in the natural, you can create it in your mental and spiritual space. You can help yourself to visualize what you want your overall birth experience to be like. Um, It's very easy to close your eyes and just allow yourself during labor to space out into that relaxed place that you want to be. For me, with my last birth, it was to dance with Jesus. Like I did create a serenity um, by posting birth affirmations around my room with my third birth. But with my fourth birth, I didn't really focus a lot on the actual aesthetics, but rather in my mental space, allowed myself to picture where I wanted to be during that labor. So when you prepare your atmosphere for genuine relaxation and peace, you're allowing both the psychological and the physiological parts of birth to labor at optimal capacity and you're ensuring a less painful and quicker, smoother labor. You are giving oxytocin that safe space that it needs to thrive. I want you to think about lovemaking. I always emphasize that. You want to create a space during labor that would also welcome, allow you to make love with your spouse. 
think about the candles. We're going to get there. So I'm going to post these questions in the Facebook group. And I want you to go there. I'm going to link my new Facebook group. I should have put this in the beginning of the show. But I have a new Facebook group. It is called the Exodus Birth Community. Go there. I'll link it in the show notes. So I have a few questions for us as we finish up each one of these little segments and points that I'm making. Um, And I want to hear from you. Go join the Facebook group. It's a small group right now, but we're here to support natural birthing mamas, crunchy mamas that just want a natural birth experience, but also you are just geared more towards natural things and you are realizing that our food and our just system and all the chemicals that are in our products, we want to get away from that. So like... Yesterday, I shared a dandelion salve recipe that I will use for when this baby gets here. I can put it on his little umbilical cord um, or where, you know, anything that cuts, scrapes, bruises and no chemicals. I mean, it's seriously three or four ingredients, depending on if you want to use essential oils, which leads me into the next segment. So go share with us a moment where you felt genuinely relaxed and at peace. What elements made that space comforting and how do you envision incorporating those into your home birth environment? Let us know in the Facebook group. So the second thing we want to focus on are the essential elements for a calming atmosphere. So the essential elements for a serene birthing space might include lights, scents, and sounds. These elements are the foundation of creating an atmosphere that promotes relaxation. So how can we strike a balance between the aesthetics and the functionality? This is going to be important because I'm going to share my story in just a minute, but I want to break down the key components. So lighting, you want dim lights, candles, anything that isn't bright and alarming. Um, You especially don't want bright lights once the baby's born. Of course, if your baby's being born during the middle of the day and you just have your natural lighting, your blinds open, obviously that's just going to be a normal part of baby's entrance into this world. Um, What essential oils do you want? What scents do you want? Would you rather have essential oils or, you know, think about peppermint oil in case you get nauseous during transition. Um, If you like lavender, I'm not a big lavender fan. I'm more of like a, I like minty smells for some reason, not necessarily peppermint, but other minty smells. Um, Do you want different scents for different stages of labor? Are you a fresh flower girl? Maybe you want fresh flowers prepared for when you get close to labor. And then sounds. What playlist do you want? Do you want nothing? Do you want worship music, upbeat music, Um, different sounds for different stages? I've heard moms that said like, you know, during that first part of labor, like they really wanted upbeat music. Um, And then when they hit transition, they probably wanted something a little bit different. Um, But you want to create a balance between your aesthetics and functionality. So here's what I kind of had to compromise on in my last birth or this birth as I was preparing for it. So we're living in a tiny cabin and we have added on a second room. Thank goodness. So the kids are all in one room. We're in our own room. But I really have this wall in the kids bedroom that was free and it was like I really wanted to put some waterfall curtains on that wall and have this beautiful background and make it real pretty and you know I just had I just envisioned it and I thought oh some twinkle lights will be pretty here and but it just was not functional every time I tried to think about it and wanted to blow the pull up there it was like well what if I go into the labor in the middle of the night then you know I'm waking the kids up and so I settled on putting the pool in the middle of the living room 
Um, I was just really overthinking things, but this is kind of a prime example of aesthetics and functionality. Yes, I want it to look pretty. Yes, I would have loved the waterfall curtains, but in reality, it was going to be too hard. It was going to probably cause me to get out of that relaxed environment feeling and um, just put too much pressure on trying to make it look pretty instead of recognizing that I needed it to function well. And so putting it in the living room was a much better option. Um, and I do feel, and, and once I accepted that, I just felt this overwhelming peace of like, yes, that's where the birth pool needs to be. And it's going to be beautiful right there. And it's going to work. It's going to work really well because the Christmas tree right now at Christmas time is going to be in the background. And I think it'll just, it'll just work. If I need people to get out of the room or if I need to get out of the room, I can still go close myself off in the bedroom. So the third Oh, let me ask you, here's my question for you. So I want you to think about your lighting, your sense, and your sound that resonate with you. And how can you integrate these into your birthing space, ensuring it's both visually appealing and functional? Let us know in that Facebook thread. So personalization and sentimental touches. I loved this one because it has two different meanings. And this is something that I talk about in the birthing course is sentimental touches. So adding personal touches can transform a space and make it uniquely yours. Decorate and add colors that are calming, relaxing, and beautiful to you. So whenever um, I posted my birth affirmations around my birthing space, when Ellie was born, I really pictured these mountains and I used what printed off, found some watercolor images on Canva and put my birth affirmations on top of that. You can go download the birth affirmations for free as well in the show notes. Um, and I created a really pretty background for you if you want to use those. And if you don't want to use the pictures, use the scriptures, go download it, go sign up for those emails and download the birth affirmations for free. Um, I created those just for you. Um, but and, and post them where you want them, like post them real pretty, and, you know, hang up your string and put greenery with it or whatever feels comfortable to you and is really inviting for you so that you can look at it and remind yourself of God's promises for you and um, the scriptures that he just declares over you. And if you didn't get to hear the previous episode of Acts 2.24, I highly recommend you go listen to that episode. It was such a revelation to my heart that God can rescue us from childbirth. If he can even rescue Jesus from the, uh, the, 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 those labor pains of death, um, I'm at a loss for words on what the exact word was right now. Um, I'm hungry and I'm 40 weeks pregnant. So forgive me. Um, it will come to me in just a minute. But thinking about transforming your space and making it newly, uniquely yours by decorating and adding colors that are calming, relaxing, and beautiful. But personal and sentimental touch can be a two-part meaning. So who do you want touching you and how? So think about how your husband can help you with this because... 
this was big for me. With my first birth, I never thought about my husband's touch or his comforting voice. I wish I would have known this before. Um, but your husband's touch and encouraging affirmations from him can really impact how you experience labor and it can help you set your atmosphere by releasing that oxytocin that needs to be released in order for labor to really progress and keep going. So if you're having a hard time like getting labor started, this could be a great way for you and him to just step back, love on each other, let him speak life over you, let him encourage you go make love, whatever you can do. Um, if you're really experiencing, you know, a hard time getting labor started. I personally, once I started really, when I really get into uh, transition and, and those later phases of labor, that third stage of labor, I do not care for anyone touching me. I don't care for massages. I don't care for the hip releases. I don't care for any type of touch because usually I get warm and hot and other people's body temperature around me makes me even hotter and I'm like it's a no-go for me like mm, don't touch me <laughs> just let me move let me do my thing um and so that was me personally but maybe for you sentimental touch from your spouse or someone that you are close to um can actually help you along with making it a sentimental uh aesthetic touch decorations and those types of things. So what meaning, go answer this one in the Facebook group, go engage with us. What meaningful items or personal touches would you like to include in your birth space? And how do you anticipate they'll contribute to your sense of comfort and confidence? How can you, can, how can your spouse contribute to his personal touch to help oxytocin flow and encourage you in the labor process? And I'll have all of this listed so that you can answer them. Um, and you don't have to answer all of them, but go engage. Let's get the conversation rolling. So remember, you know, obviously you don't have to make it anything crazy, outrageous whenever you're decorating. Um, the most expensive thing that I have ever spent for my birth space is buying my own birthing pool. Um, so don't go out and spend a lot of money to try and make your environment some crazy beautiful place but use logic and reasoning so um but i do have that question for you what budget-friendly ideas do you have for enhancing your home birth environment how do you plan to implement them share your creative and cost effective cost effective tips with us we want to hear because what works for you might work for someone else and they may not have thought about it yet um so as we wrap up here are, let's just summarize what we went over, leave you with three actionable takeaways that you can implement immediately to start creating your birth sanctuary. So you want to create a laxing corner. It doesn't have to be the whole room. You just want a space where you can feel comfortable so that you designate a specific spot for relaxation in your home. Personalize your aromatherapy, experiment with scents, and choose one that brings you comfort. But keep that peppermint oil there too because... If the nausea hits during transition, you definitely want the peppermint oil or something that even lemongrass, lemongrass is a really good one. I always rub that one on my baby's belly, um, coupled with some coconut oil that always calms a cranky baby down almost immediately. Think about your sentimental personalizations and touch. What meaningful items can you bring into your space and how can your spouse provide his sentiments as well? 
And the fourth and last one, visualize your birth space, close your eyes, picture your ideal birth space and jot down elements that you want to incorporate. And again, if you can't physically incorporate these elements, remember that you need to repair your mental space to go there. Just like I did whenever I pictured myself dancing with Jesus, I was able to prepare my mental space, even though I had nothing else, um, we had just remodeled our bed and bath, so it was a beautiful space to actually labor in um, on its own without having to bring any extra things inside, but I would go there in my mental space, and so that wraps up today's episode. Please go share with us in the Facebook group your thoughts about this episode and different things that you're planning on incorporating into your birth space to help you relax, so... Thank you for joining me today on the Barefoot Parenting Podcast. I hope you feel inspired and empowered to craft a birthing environment that fills you with excitement and confidence. Remember, this is a journey and your space can evolve just as you do. Also, if you enjoyed today's episode, do not forget to subscribe, leave us a review, and connect with me on social media. Again, the new Facebook group is called the Exodus Birth Community Empowering Mamas for Natural Childbirth, and it's linked in the show notes because I may have said the title just a little bit off. Um, We'd love to hear from you and your thoughts and see your creative ideas. Join our community, share your experiences, and stay tuned for our next episode where we will talk about Ashley's home birth after two cesarean sections. It wasn't just a home birth. She actually had a free birth. She's in Australia. And so she could not find a provider that would attend her home birth or even allow her to have a natural vaginal birth after two cesareans. Um, Her story is amazing. Um, You can find her on Facebook at Ashley Winning, or I'm sorry, on Instagram. Um, She also has a podcast where she shares all about, um, birth after cesarean sections and so natural vaginal births after cesarean section. So anyways, that's what's coming up. That's what's on the podcast. And then I have a couple of episodes that I pre-recorded about women's health that I'm going to try and mix it in, um, in this episode because nutrition recently and as part of my birthing course is such a huge factor in women's health and balancing our hormones. So those hopefully will be coming up soon. So tune in and we will, I'll hear from you in the Facebook group. Go join us. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Barefoot Parenting. If what you're doing works for you, is healthy for your family, and is growing you in the ways you need to grow, then it's time to step out of the feeling of guilt and shame and wear your Barefoot Mama badge proudly. Remember, Barefoot parents are doing things differently, so be encouraged today if you're feeling the pushback in your parenting style. You're doing something right.